I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the Internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Hello. Hi. Welcome back to Old Millennials, or in this case, our Patreon-exclusive episodes. I am one of your hosts, Emily Beijing. And I am one of your other hosts, recording live from a closet, Margot Bubard. <laughs> I just wanted to put that out there because, like, I don't – you know, I'm a stickler, you know this, for, like, not trying to avoid recording remotely as much as possible. But sometimes your building's roof gets redone and you're in a big echoey-ass house and you just got to shove yourself into a closet with about, mm, like, a four-by-four four of carpet and just hope for the fucking best. <laughs> so I don't know how good or bad this is going to sound, but I want to put it right on out there. You are doing your best and thriving, and we appreciate everything that you are doing right now. Yes, no one has struggled more than me, a white lady in Sebastopol. <laughs> <laughs> you it's, like it, at least you know what? Honestly, at least I'm testing out some sonic gig, fi- like sonic fiber internet, which I've been wanting to get away from Comcast for a really long time. So, and so far, it's been amazing. So, I'm pretty happy. Like, this is a very wonderful staycation for me. That's that's great to hear. Also, I feel like um, when you just said no one has struggled more than me, white lady from Sebastopol, that is the, a Nancy Myers movie if I have ever heard of one. I, Nancy, if, you, you if you're listening, listening, if you're listening. Look, this is going to go to the main feed in, the, in a preview. So she could yes. hypothetically listen to this minute and a half of content. I mean, at least you'll suffer with a good kitchen, right? Like... I mean, the kitchen is quite great. I will send you photos later. Oh, please, please do. Uh, I mean, there's something about like staying in this house as we have been in the process of looking to become first-time homeowners and just being like, hmm, you think they'd be open to selling? (laughs) (laughs) But I am not the crazy husband from Jennifer Lopez is Enough, so I shan't bully somebody into selling me their home. No, no, we... uh... 
<laughs> I'm it sorry. Have- I've derailed us significantly immediately. No, 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 it's okay. But but I'm glad you talked about you know a late a white lady from Sebastopol who struggled because. Before, you know, we have a few things we're going to talk about first and foremost, but today, you know, our topic centers around one particular white lady, uh, Caroline Calloway. Um, but before we get into her, because, you know, I've been dying, you and I have been dying, but me in particular, I've been dying to talk about her for a very long time. <laughs> Hashtag um, all women from Virginia. <laughs> Not all women from Virginia. But uh, we have a few things that we wanted to chat about first and foremost, because like, as usual, uh, the streaming platforms have treated us to some real gems these past weeks. Margot, how are you feeling about everything we've watched recently? Well, I meant to text you this too, and I don't, and forgive me because I don't know if you've actually watched it or not yet. But have you watched Marry Me yet? Because that's on streaming. No, I know. I know that's the one I okay. haven't watched yet. I have Peacock though, so... I know you should definitely come over or I should come over and we should watch it. Uh, Who Weekly also did like a commentary. So that could also be a oh, really good. fun way yeah. to watch it. Because I did, I watched it. I really enjoyed it. We'll talk about all of this stuff kind of more in depth on our next Patreon exclusive. But I watched Marry Me and I really recommend it, especially as like a streaming rom-com movie because on, on streaming rom-coms, like I, you know, I love a good Netflix, especially holiday rom-com, right? But they have a level of... Mm, let's say budget to them that marry me is unparalleled like the budget is sky's the limit because it's fucking j-lo they shot it pre-pandemic so there are actual crowds not digital crowds but like real human crowds that are it, it just really looks really incredible especially some of the more like the live performance pieces really do have that live performance feel that I've kind of been missing from shows and movies like, you know, The Bachelor is great, but how many times are we going to watch a song from Dusty Old Road or whatever for two people? And you're like, I don't know this song and I don't care about these people. So it was nice to be like, people seem genuinely enthused to watch J-Lo perform, even if it's something they never heard of, although Church is a legitimate banger. I I loved Marry Me. And if you have Peacock, it is not you could spend an hour and a half a worse way, truly, even if you want to put it on in the background and like you could totally dip in, dip out because that's what my husband did. (laughs) But also you can, too, and follow the plot like a dream. Oh, that's great to hear. I mean, it's just like we've talked about this so much. Like sometimes you just really need like a mid-budget rom-com. And unfortunately, many theaters have decided to do away with those because all that makes money these days are Marvel movies. So yeah, um, these like giant temples. And look, I mean, honestly, if they wanted to give me a Marry Me too, I'd be very into that as well. But I will say the best part about Marry Me is that they have two top tier sidekicks in Sarah Silverman and Michelle Bateau. They're, oh, that is what I've missed from a really good rom-com, oh, like good a real good studio rom-com. Yeah. Yes. Like, I don't want to say like they're Judy Greer's because that's a disservice to them and Judy Greer, but you, you miss the like sassy friend sidekick that is like yes. the right amount of like bitchy yes. and shady, but gets all the best lines and they steal the seat and Sarah Silverman and Michelle, Michelle Bateau fucking kills it. Like she's so good in it. She's- I really believe that she's JLo's assistant slash friend. Buteau is a great rom-com sidekick because she's in Always Be My Maybe as well with oh, Ali yeah, yeah. Wong. And mm-hmm. she's like her best friend slash um, assistant. And I absolutely loved her in that as well. So whenever she shows up in anything, I mean, I love her to begin with, but it's always such a treat. She's so, so fucking I'm, funny. I'm happy to hear that. I'm really happy to hear that. Yeah. And um, it was fun to watch her promote it on Watch What Happens Live because she was on with, I forget which, oh, was she on with Whitney Rose? No. Oh, re- Ooh. Wait, no, she, oh, fuck. Now I'm drawing a blank on who she was 
I'm looking it up right now. But she was so funny, too, because she she was not a fan of Lisa Barlow. It was the hot mic moment night. That was the night that she showed up on Watch What Happens. But she that's how I know about some of this, like, kind of insider info, if you will, about how they shot it pre-pandemic. And so the crowd, the audience, all the extras, like, everybody is 100% real. She was on with Dr. Jen Armstrong. Oh, Dr. Jen. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. No, I, I can't wait to watch it. In terms of like other things that we've been watching, I know you and I have chatted quite a bit about um, Love is Blind <laughs> and Inventing Anna. <laughs> okay. Love is Blind is fucking giving it to me. Oh, because the oh. Bachelor, I don't think, okay, has no, our Bachelor text thread been deader than it has been this it, season? It is more dead than a sophomore high school dance. Like, it, it is. is. It's a- Send that shit to fucking The Walking Dead because it is a zombie. Not one of us are fucking watching it. I mean, I tried. I tried. I really did. I caught up somewhat yesterday. And really, I tried. You're so brave. I mean, like, you can't see my eye rolls, but I hope you can hear them because it was just painful. I mean, this the fact that there are still women vying to be this man's wife, I don't understand understand and i just like every week i hope there's just something that'll change like some <laughs> something just something we'll I always like be optimist of, ever an optimist sort of rapture, <laughs> some sort of rapture but like for someone to be like realistic <laughs> i mean there was only the only unifying factor for a while was fucking shanae and now she's out which like thank god oh, she's uh, gone wow well she's she, like her, her villain made it quite far i think because we're we're coming off of such a high high with Michelle's season, which was like the most. It was honestly for the first time in a really long time. It was the most interesting lead. Yeah, it was the most interesting set of dudes that I was like genuinely invested in. At least four of them, which I can't even remember the last time I was invested in four contestants ever on this fucking show. But yeah. it was the most compelling. It was fun. It was light. Like, and then we go to this fucking dud of a goddamn season. So when Love Is Blind dropped, I was like, I could not hit play fast enough. I was I was in it. I stayed up till almost two o'clock in the morning the first time I oh my God. the first during the first drop because I watched the first two and a half episodes and you know those things are like a full hour. Full oh my hour, god, yeah. Full which, hour. And they they pack so much in in that first episode. I'm like I kept checking the timestamp because I'm like, am I still on the first episode? Like a lot has happened and I feel yes. winded. I 100 percent was there with you. I could like I kept thinking like, oh, this must be the end of the episode, and then you know, would check the timestamp and there'd be like a solid 25 minutes left it they are packing a lot and they're not repeating a whole lot either which is like always the case with hour-long reality shows it's like they continue to repeat what is they they tell you what's about to happen they tell you while it's happening and then they recap what just happened and then this oh, that's one, 90 day fiance baby like, like yeah yeah exactly can, it's a perfect you can seriously phone show. yeah perfect phone you show. can not even phone like perfect background watch perfect like turn it on and literally walk out of the room for a half hour and come back you will never be confused <laughs> It's fantastic. And so for this show, they are packing a lot. I am very interested that I'm glad we we just brought up Shanae because I you know oh Shayna Shayna for having the same names, like basically. Uh they both give me a lot of each other's vibes. They're and the, I refuse to believe that they're not the same person. What have we seen them? Marco. We have never seen them in the same room at the same time. Uh, Prove me wrong. As so Prove me wrong. both 
as someone who has both watched that episode of Love is Blind, where we're not going to get into it too much, but where her family shows up and oh. uh, also oh. have seen Shanae's Instagram where she is going out with her fa- father on an ATV or something. Huh? I am not only convinced they are the same people, but like they may have the same parents and if they are if they are not the same people, they all were the same place on January sixth, two thousand and twenty one. I we, I refuse I think, to believe otherwise. I think we're all in agreement there. I think the funniest text I got about Love Is Blind was when the Meet the Parents section happens, and the person that Shanae. Shanae? No, Shanae. Shana. Shana. Fuck. I get the they truly look the same. And I can yes. prove to you that white women are in white blonde women are interchangeable because I worked on a movie once and the we had a white blonde woman as like an extra, a, a featured extra. She had lines or whatever. We already got our lines, but she had to leave by a certain time. So she left. We found a different extra who looked enough like her, put her in her costume, didn't tell the director, and not a soul noticed. No one said a goddamn thing to us. You want to know wow. why? Because no one's looking that hard. So Shanae no. and Shanaea, like y'all can go fuck yourselves. You guys are the same person. But anyway, my favorite text is from Zoe. When they when they bring home who they leave the pods with, uh, <laughs> they bring her dad a bottle of Grand, Mar- Grand Marnier. And oh I was like, God. I thought that was whiskey. And Zoe's like, look at the label. I paused. I was like, oh, shit. Like, nothing but sociopaths are on yeah. this show. Yes. Hundo P. Except for, I mean, I do love Ayana. She's so sweet. And oh, I actually she's do so think sweet. Natalie is the, actually all, most of the women with the exception of Shanae. No, Shania. Shana. Shana. Fuck my life. I'm not going to get it right. And you know that. And just know that this is going to happen. It's going to happen this times a million when we actually talk about Love is Blind because the finale is happening, I believe, next week, right? Yes. Yes. Yeah. We are getting it, I think, on Friday, maybe even. Yeah. Well, Shayna, uh, with the exception of her, most of the women are lovely. Oh, and Danielle, who is truly, uh, you want to root for her, but you're also like, I am so tired. I need to lay down after watching you act like this. <laughs> yeah. It's just been outrageous. Um, Yeah, I'm rooting for Ayana. Like you said, all the women, I think my sister, my sister's trying to confirm if she knew Natalie when she worked at EY as a consultant, because I, of course, you know how I love to look up a good LinkedIn profile. Oh God, did you do, did you do it to Natalie? Of course. She's a, she's a management consultant from Chicago. I'm like, she works at least, she definitely works at one of the big four consulting firms. So found her. Yes. Natalie Lee found her on LinkedIn. She works at Ernst & Young EY in Chicago wow. as a change as a change management consultant, which is the same division my sister worked in when she was at EY. So I reached out to my sister and was like, hey, did you know this person? She's like, I may have. So I'm hoping my sister will watch soon so she can confirm or deny if she knows Natalie. Exciting. Yes. That's so, I can't believe it. Wow. You, that took you probably 3.5 seconds to like find oh, out of she course. used to work at EY. Anyone who says management consultant in their in their bachelor, love is blind, what have you, job line, I am 100% looking them up on LinkedIn. Um, it has been quite, quite a whirlwind um, event. I think someone put it best on Instagram that anyone who has a sh name in this particular iteration of love is blind worries me. Shana- they need- they need shake. to be checked. Oh my god. Does Shake know he's not hot? Like I know Shake I know. to be checked immediately. DT, like, this gorgeous human who is like anything. Oh my gosh, sorry. 
I'm sorry. I will I will stop there. And even but- just him being in the pods and being like, what size shirt are you? Or like, I love to go to festivals. Could I put you on my you shoulders? shoulders. And, and he just asked a bunch of creepy ass shit. Like, that's why I love Diana. She just started laughing when he asked her, like, what her shirt size was. She's like, are you fucking for real right now? Anyway, I, I can't. I mean, the if there's one thing all men have, it's the audacity. Am I right? So, yes. I mean... Uh, I, I'm not surprised, but someone needs to tell Shake he's not as hot as he thinks he is. Like he's no. not Aziz Ansari. I'm very sorry. To no, tell no, you no, this. no, 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 like, no. He he's thinks not- he's like funny and charming, and it's like mm, I don't know. You're maybe like one and a half of those things, but like you're a veterinarian. Just be a veterinarian. I don't know. Be like a be like into pets. Like that might make oh. you hot. When he did talk about oh, this is one thing I will not let go, and we must talk about right now. And I promise we can move on after this. When he talks about how he likes his bed, quote, jacuzzi hot, I oh. threw up immediately oh. in my mouth. He's like, oh. yeah, I love to just like heat it up all mm. hot and like get into my bed. I'm like, oh, nope. you're a fucking sick freak. Who the Psychopath. fuck? You're going to make psychopath. your bed like 105 degrees? I understand y'all live in Chicago, but fucking A. No. like no. No, what sleep scientist tells you to sleep with your bed at like whatever a jacuzzi's no, fucking no, temp is? No, I am not trying Sociopath. to. Yeah. That's Sociopath. That's my point. Sociopaths yeah. go on the second show. When you say jacuzzi hot, I think, oh, yes, because the amount of sweat you have generated <laughs> will mimic the feeling of being in any sort of body of water, be it artificial <laughs> or natural. You're just going to be swimming in your own sweat, bro. Congrats. Disgusting. Final show we have to talk about very quickly is Shane, who is, oh. by according to one person on Twitter, and here's how I get it. I, here's what I think personally, and she didn't say this. The person on Twitter said this is like another Gronkowski brother, which I, I totally get. The I can other see thing, that. Sean William Scott reincarnated, like Stifler vibes. All the way. Isn't dead, Emily. That's true. I'm sorry. I just mean in the sense that like his career has been a little bit more dormant lately. And so maybe, maybe he's. That's some um, strategic uh, backpedaling you're doing right there. Yes. I I realized that I I preemptively killed him. Yeah, I I raise you a Sean Williams got RAP, and he's a full blown Busey. How does how does no one see Busey? He's Busey. Hold on, and I've got I've got an ad for you here. It's a Busey and a Matthew Lillard together into one man. Because sometimes the way that he talks, I'm like, why does that sound familiar? And then watched Scream and was like, oh, he's Matthew Lillard. Like that's who he is. Oh my god, the teeth are full on beauty. The teeth, the teeth is like his whole face. But I mean, I don't want to disparage his looks. I, I no. initially was like, I fucking hate this guy. Like whatever. And as time has grown on, he has gone on. He has grown on me for sure. Same, 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 same. Out but... of all the dudes, he does seem like. I mean, I, I, everybody loves Sal or whatever. But like the little twee bullshit with the fucking ukulele and all the goddamn singing the fucking songs. Like as you can imagine, I'm not into that. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I am figured. not like I a figured. sensitive romantic in that way. Like I think once is sweet, two is cute. Third time, you gotta shut the fuck up. Like, then it becomes a shtick, and that's yes, not cute. and it's not special, and it's like three times over the course of a month. Like, what do you, you gotta save something for? Like the next whatever amount of years you're gonna be together. Like just slow down. Like he does have a lovely voice, but I also would love to hear him sing like literally anything but like an annoying cutesy song like could you sing like some nirvana or something like i don't fucking know like literally anything to like butch it up (laughs) like i'm sorry i don't mean to be misogynistic or shitty but i just need something that's not like out of encanto like i don't know no i agree (laughs) 
I, I need an edge. I need some edge. But uh, I, Shane has really grown on me because he defended Natalie. Yeah. He, he gives good advice. He seems yeah. like a real bro's bro. I mean, him like talking about how he loves to eat in bed. That's kind of a deal breaker for me. But like, whatever, live your truth and your passion. Yeah, that's fair. And I think the other thing with me is just like, I also think that, you know, in terms of yeah, showing up for like her parents and all these types of things, like it seems to be the best, not to mention, like, I'm not going to get into it too much more. But like, on both sides, I will say both have seemed to have pretty stable parents in comparison to some of the other people who are on this show. People Uh, that you're like, oh, that's why you're like this. Exactly. (laughs) Uh, I have no question in my mind why you're fucking single and went on this experiment. Not like there's anything wrong with being single, but it's like, I understand watching you interact with your parents, like the specific steps that have now led to you being where you are currently. I get it. Totally. Totally. So that's, I think, all we really want to say about Love is Blind, just because I think we're going to have a whole lot more to talk about. And we'll probably Mm -hmm. dig into some spoilers when the finale airs. I think the other thing that we can discuss today is our theme of scammers today. You and I have both watched a few episodes of Inventing Anna on Netflix And I wanted to know what have been your initial thoughts while watching these few episodes. I think, I think I have two big thoughts. My two main thoughts are, it feels very Shonda, which Mm -hmm. is a compliment, but it's also a warning. Like if you don't like scandal, if you don't like that kind of vibe, because it's more scandal, it's more how to get away with murder. It's not Bridgerton at all. So if you're going to it for like a Bridgerton-y kind of vibe. Look elsewhere. Not for you. My second thought is why the fuck is it through the journalist's perspective at like i don't give a fuck about that at all like i understand we need like some sort of audience surrogate but i find the way that they're choosing to tell the story to not i mean i guess there are a million ways you could totally tell the story and i respect it but it's not necessarily what i had hoped for the show i really wanted to Maybe not necessarily, we don't need to follow it chronologically necessarily, but I would have really liked to have started with a little bit more glitz and glam up front. But like when you are cutting to Stewie from Succession, the lawyer, and like his whole melodrama, I'm like, why the fuck am I in this guy's house right now? Like this show is not about a fucking lawyer named Todd. There, this show there is, is about a lot of- Anna Delvey. It's just like, I just don't know, like who's the show actually about is my, is my biggest question. Who you the fuck are- is the show about? I would agree. In the first few episodes that I've watched, I too have noticed that like rather than focusing on what's going on in Anna's life, there is a huge focus on all the other players, be it the mm-hmm. lawyers or um or the reporter or the other people who are, you know, impacted by her story breaking, like all the socialites and everything. We see, you know, we cut to lunches even- that they're having. Like I could even forgive like the socialites because the sure. socialites will meet up and tie up maybe a little bit more cleanly to me than a journalist and a lawyer. And to be clear, I like Jessica Pressler. She's written some of my favorite features. She wrote the feature that Hustlers is based on. She's yeah. written a lot of, and honestly, her feature on Anna Delvey is extremely good writing. Like, yes. I would almost say, like, go read her piece versus watch this show if you have no real context because the piece is so fucking well written. It is. It is a saga. You reading that piece, you understand why it gripped everybody for weeks. This show is, I think, a little bit of a failure to launch because I don't really see a lot of people talking about it. And the people that I do see and hear talking about it are like, I really don't. It's not as good as the real story. And it's all kind of like it falls flat in comparison. And I, I kind of have to agree a little bit. 
I think the saving grace in this case is um, the fact that the actors in it are fantastic. Like Julia Garner is very good in this. Anna Chomsky, even if this shouldn't be, um, you know, this whole thing shouldn't be revolving around the narrative of the reporter or the framed around the reporter. Anna Chomsky is great in this as well. Uh, Lauren Cox, all of them are fantastic. No one's talking Um, about anybody's acting skills. It's more just like a question of like the structure of the show, right? This is just sort of like just like that in a lot of ways where it's like, all of the actors are incredible and there's not one single thing wrong with this cast or their performance. It's more of like a question of like structure and pacing and framing where you're like, was this the best angle possible or could there have been another way to have told the story? Yeah, no, I completely agree. Um, I'm looking forward to, to maybe finishing it out, but uh, I am kind of cautiously optimistic given that the first few episodes, yeah, I agree, have just kind of focused on interesting things that, I would have much rather, you know, seen from the get-go, dove into Anna Delvey's life pre-getting arrested. Sure, yeah. I mean, I think, uh, unfortunately, I have to agree with, like, the general consensus, which is, as great as Shonda is, she does have a little bit of, like, a Ryan Murphy streak to her. Yeah. Where even if it does start out strong, it it sometimes can fizzle and fall apart towards the end. And I'm going to keep watching it because I have, like, the first couple of episodes that I've watched. But... I'm not really holding out hope and it's not necessarily like appointment viewing the way that Yellow Jackets was or the way that Real Houses of Miami even is to a lesser extent. You know what I mean? Like it's not mm-hmm. it's not making me want to come back every single week. It's not like a peacemaker or something. It's sort of like I'll get to it when I get to it and that's fine. Yeah, I agree. I think my final comment and again, I will say this that like uh, I preface this with I think Julia Garner is fantastic given the source so material. Good. Like, but I will say one thing about her accent, and to be fair, this is like anyone with this accent. There are times where it goes into the Tommy Wiseau territory, like <laughs> ever so slightly, which mm-hmm. I kind of enjoy in some ways because I think it adds to the mystery of it all. Because Tommy Wiseau, no one exactly knows where he's from and everything. Uh, I think it adds really nicely. And I don't know if she made that choice on purpose. She probably didn't. But I would like to believe that she did. I totally agree with you. I feel like her accent is definitely like the touch of camp that you need. Because I feel like without some of the more campy elements like that. And even like, honestly, all of the socialites and Julia Gardner's character is kind of, they're really giving it to me as well. Because they're bringing the level of camp that I believe the material kind of needs. Because when we spend time with the lawyers and Vivian Kent, which is Anna Klemski's character, I feel like it, it veers into more like serious, like docu-series. I'm like, it's not that fucking deep, you guys. No, no, no. I agree. Are there, do you have any final thoughts before we go into our main topic for today? Nope. All right. And that was a preview of one of our Patreon episodes, which you can have full access to for just $5 a month. Yes, that's right. $5 a month on our Patreon page will allow you to get two pieces, at least two pieces of content a month. This will include fun newsletters where we talk about what we're obsessed with. Sometimes we do a recap of the latest, greatest reality TV we've been watching. Sometimes we'll go into deep dives about scammers or other things that we're fascinated with. But really, $5 
you'll hear all sorts of great content for us if you decide to become a patron. Um, we're very excited for you to uh, hear our upcoming seventh season, which will premiere on Thursday, March 17th, a real St. Patrick's Day treat. Um, so on that note, you can still catch all of our old episodes on anywhere you like to listen to your podcasts. Um, while you're there, please rate and review us. We know Spotify recently released a rating feature. So if you can give us five stars, that would be fantastic. Um, but of course, you can always find us on social. We are at Instagram and uh, Facebook at the Old Millennials Pod. And then individually, you can find us on Twitter. I'm at Emily A. Beijing. And I'm at Marg, she wrote. And until next time, we say bye-bye. Bye. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full important safety information, visit juviderm.com.